even when I annoy myself, I still love me. <laughs> love, Luna. Hi. Oh, welcome to another episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna. This is part three of a three-part series on self-harm. So if you haven't watched part one on my journey with bulimia, part two on all the other addictions and addictive behavior that I had, then go and check out those because this one is about the recovery journey. This one is how I came to come from a place of all those darkness, where I heavily wanted to avoid myself, where I didn't like who I was, when I was doing everything that I possibly could to avoid me at all costs, to come to a place where I love and adore every single little thing about me. So I'm going to mention a few things along here around eating disorders, around self-harm. Please, this is a trigger warning. Some of the things that we might talk about here might trigger you. If you have any kind of issues or situations, problems that you want to talk about, please reach out to somebody. You can connect with me 0403-981-597. Shoot me a DM on whatever platform we connect or send me an email, loveyourself at moreconfidence.com. Otherwise, you can reach out to psychologists, counsellors, Lifeline, Butterfly Foundation, or wherever else you get your mental health provided from. I tell you all of these parts of my story because this is my journey. This is where I've come from. Every single tiny bit of myself, I just wish that I didn't exist most of the time. I wish that I could be smaller. I wish that I could shrink away. And I found a way to get out of that. I found a way to get through that. I've worked on myself tirelessly to come to a place right now where I'm the best. I'm excellent. I love who I am. And I wish this for you. I've been teaching people for the last 10 years as I grow and develop as well. Because this is a lifelong journey. I was in a long-term abusive relationship with me. The thing is, I'm still in a long-term relationship with me. As are you. We are all in long-term relationships with ourselves. In fact, you are in the longest-term relationship that you are ever going to be with anybody, ever. I don't care what age you are, you are stuck with you until the very end, whatever that happens to be. So you may as well make it worth it. You can't run away from you. Trust me, I've tried. Tune in to the last couple of episodes if you don't believe me. I have tried drugs, alcohol, sex, procrastination, working out, food, eating disorders, self-harm, whatever it happens to be, the relationship I had with myself was utterly toxic. And yet there I was, completely unavoidable. You cannot run away from who you are. You are there. And eventually you're going to catch up with yourself. I would prefer that you did it from a place of love. I would prefer that you did it from a place of conscious decisions, not from a place where everything falls on top of you really badly and you're forced to face yourself. I consider myself really blessed because I found a different path when I was really quite young. I was in my early 20s when I stopped drinking. I took myself overseas. I spent two years living in Europe and that changed my life. It also was around about the same time as the bulimia started, so things weren't great, 
because the self-love journey is a long one. It continues till forever. I tell my clients on a regular basis that they will continue to unravel and deepen their love for themselves long after we have worked together. I give them the skills and the tools and, and what they need to do in order to overcome the self-hate and so they can learn all the foundations while we work together. And then once we stop working together, they can really just hone in and practice. I really wanted to be famous when I was younger. No doubt I wanted to avoid who I was and I hated myself. So I thought that if I could get all the accolades and all the attention from the world, then I would feel valuable, even though it probably would have screwed me even more. So thank the universe that it never happened. Yet, I put myself in a position where it might. I auditioned for Big Brother. Not once, but twice. The first time I didn't get very far, I didn't get through the cattle call round. But the following year, I was determined. I took myself there on my own. I waited in a really big long line. It's about eight or nine hours. And I went through that cattle call round. There were three rounds there. And I almost got pipped at the post at that very first round. But I fought hard. I wanted it badly. I never wanted something so badly in all my life. And I got through that first round. And the subsequent next round. And the round after that. And the round after that. And however many rounds you could possibly think of, I got through. <laughs> Up until the point where I was put on contract and put on standby to go into the house. I could have gone in. I did all the I did all the video shots. I did, hi, my name is Blah, I'm from Blah, I'm 20 Blah. Did all that stuff, asked all the questions. I went through nine months of auditioning to try to pursue this dream just to be famous. I probably would have done anything on that show. Yeah, again, I thank my lucky stars, but I didn't. You don't know me from Big Brother because I never went in. Not even as an intruder. Not even when I had to stay in the country for three full months before I could leave. And leave I did. I went and lived in England for two years of my life. I travelled all of Europe and I stopped drinking and I found parts of myself that I never knew existed. I went and did something different. And when I finally returned back to Australia, I was... I was pretty, pretty more comfortable with myself. Still didn't like who I was, but I was getting there. I was starting to unravel all of this. Eating disorder was still strong, but I was moving towards a better way to be. The reason I share that part of the story is because it's a journey of self-discovery, this one of self-love. You have to pay attention to you. You have to look after yourself. You have to go into the depths of yourself where you maybe have never discovered before. That's part of it. Who am I? What do I like? Do I like binge drinking? Is that something that's cool? Do I enjoy wine? Do I like olives? I don't know. Who am I? And maybe in your 20s that's more prevalent, but I think that so many of us don't actually ever spend the time to get to know who we are. And how can we ever fall in love with someone who we don't know when we're a relative stranger to ourselves? So the path of self-discovery had really begun upon there. When I came back to Melbourne, I enrolled and became a life coach. I studied something called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I really got involved in the personal development world. And I studied hard across many, many different modalities. Towards the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you some of the books, some of the people that I followed and follow now, my mentors, my guides, that kind of stuff. Because without all the support from somebody else, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Don't get me wrong, 
I have done the work, but I've sorted out with other people. Other people have helped me to get to where I am. And it's the same that I do with my clients. My clients will often say to me, I couldn't do it without you. And maybe there's an element of truth in that. They do the work and I support them to do the work and that's the most important thing. Not long after I moved back to Australia, my 28-year-old brother passed away very, very suddenly. I was very young at the time, I was only a couple of years younger than him and it devastated me. I had never knew existence without him and it really cracked me and it made me you know, really have a look at what life was all about and, and what did I want to do with my life? How did I want to be? My brother doesn't have a life at all and I hated myself. Did I really want that? It took me years. I was going to say to heal or to recover, but I think it's more of a transformation. I think what heartbreak does to us is transform who we are. It has the capacity for us to make a choice of to make us bigger and brighter and more in love with life, or it has the capacity to destroy us. And I made the choice in my 20s for it to make me grow, and my heart has exploded as a result of that. So through my choices to become a coach, to study NLP, to get into personal development, to get my own coaches, my own therapists, my own, I've done kinesiology, I've seen shamans, I've gone to mystery school, I have walked on fire with Tony Robbins, I have gone to countless courses, I worked through the life coaching school, I went to my foundations of coaching weekend about 45 times. <laughs> I have put myself in the line of fire and read as many books as I possibly could on personal development. Back then there wasn't many books around specifically on self-love. Even now I don't think there's a lot. I'm actually writing one. So by the end of 2020 there is going to be a book, Love Yourself, Love Your Body, written by yours truly. So if you'd like to get on a pre-order list, send me through a text or an email, loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au. 0403-981-597 and I'll put you on the order to get a Love Yourself love your body book which will have my journey more importantly the how to actually do this so yes i'm writing the book that was never available to me back then but i collected a whole bunch of different information from many many different sources through spirituality through through personal development through grief through through eating disorder resources i collected a whole bunch of different resources and created my method the way in which I help others and the way in which I helped myself to be able to overcome this. The biggest thing that you can do for yourself is take time to get to know who you are. That's the first one. The second one is please have the courage to walk through your pain. On the other side of your pain is your happiness. You don't need to well wallow in it, but you need to work through the pain. The more that you try to avoid the pain in your life, the further away from you that you get. Imagine the pain and the grief and all the bits that you don't like about yourself as a child inside of you that you are denying each and every single time you say no thank you. Have the courage to face your pain. Work with somebody around that. Go see whatever modality. As I said, I've done kinesiology. I've done Reiki. I see a shaman. Um, I have, I have worked with coaches, I have worked with therapists, I have worked with counsellors, I have 
gone to big woo-woo breathwork sessions and I have sat there and done talk therapy. I've done body therapy as many things and I use all of these to help myself and then to help the people that I love and adore and help them to be able to become the best version of themselves, the true version of themselves, so you can love yourself. The third thing that I suggest that you do is practice. Practice makes, you probably said perfect in your head. To me, practice makes progress. Perfection is a big wild thing that keeps us stuck in trying to get it right all the time. But progress is just improving. This is a lifelong journey. I love myself. And I thought I loved myself three or four years ago. And now the decisions that I've made in the last 12 months have shown me how much more I love myself. My mum gave me an insight just yesterday and told me again how another level of self-acceptance and self-love for myself. It just keeps getting better and better because it's a lifelong relationship. I please know that this is a lifelong relationship with yourself. One that you're going to have to continue to work on for the rest of your life because you're important and you matter. In the early days, some of the mentors did include Tony Robbins. I listened to all of his stuff in terms of foundational gear for personal development and understanding your mind. The work of Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins is really good. It's foundational stuff and it's absolutely wonderful. Further on down the track, you know, books like The Celestine Prophecy, which is a very spiritual thing and taught me that I could be more and bigger than just my body and who maybe I had a higher purpose. A very practical one by Dr. Spencer Johnson was Who Moved My Cheese? Very simple, very small book that just allows you to understand the concept of dealing with adversity in your life. Susan Jeffers did a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. You're going to need this because courage is one of the number one things that you need in order to walk your path of self-love. My grandma was a beautiful source. You probably don't have access to her, but you certainly do via me. So you can watch any of, watch and listen to any of my videos, any of my episodes of self-love lessons with Luna. Follow me on all the social medias and I will help inject a daily boost of self-love into your life. I trained in neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, and that was a huge catalyst for me to be able to change my thinking and my thoughts. These days I follow people like Matt Kahn, I follow Brene Brown. These are beautiful. Matt Kahn's a spiritual teacher and Brene Brown is a shame and vulnerability expert. And she she's on Netflix, so you can go check her out. She's very, very real. I love her. Please go check out Brene Brown's work. Matt Kahn is super spiritual, super next level, if that's your kind of jam. There's no way around it. You need to do the hours. You need to put in time. You're not just going to snap your fingers one day, make a decision, and everything's going to be great. You need to work on the relationship. And the sooner you can understand that it is a relationship, the closer to yourself that you can get. The more you get to know yourself, the more intimacy you can have with yourself, and the happier that you'll be and the more self-love that you can accomplish. Do the hours on your own, do it through books, do it through resources, attend courses, go to workshop, get one-on-one -on -one work if that's where you're at. Most importantly, do the work and pay attention to you. This is episode 18 of Self-Love Lessons with Luna. So there are 17 other episodes here where I teach you how to self-love. So make sure you go and check it out on the YouTube channel or on the podcast.
New episodes are out every Friday and as my gift to you, to my listeners and to my watchers, you get a free confidence assessment session with yours truly, Luna. So get in touch. You've got my details. I'll leave it there. And until next week, happy self-loving. Thank you.